Hey, this is Hannah, and you're tuned into The Morning Show, only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello, and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm David Gordon-Koch. It's Thursday, April 6th, and it's Fun Drive Week at CHMA. You can help keep local voices on the air in your community by becoming a monthly CHMA sustainer. Please check out chmafm.com for details. Coming up on today's Tanchamar Report. I think the public has a, has a right to know they need to publish every spray activity that happens in a, within a protected watershed. That's the voice of Carolyn Luby darson chair of Stop Spraying New Brunswick. The group opposes herbicide use on public forests in New Brunswick. It has now launched a pair of online maps to help inform residents about where those chemicals are being sprayed. We'll bring you the details right after today's local news and information briefs. Refugee claimants in New Brunswick can't access the legal aid they need, according to Amnesty International and two Atlantic Canada-based groups. Amnesty International, the Atlantic Human Rights Centre, and the Madhu Verma Migrant Justice Centre issued the statement on Tuesday. Since February, it said the federal government has transferred more than 150 refugee claimants into New Brunswick, where legal aid support for refugees is practically non-existent, according to the groups. The NB Refugee Clinic, which has one staff person and relies on volunteer lawyers, is the only legal clinic in the province that takes on refugee claims, according to the statement. Tomorrow, Friday, April 7th, is a statutory holiday, but the town of Tanchamar says the Good Friday holiday will have no impact on garbage collection. Residents are advised that there is no change to the regular garbage collection schedule. And the Church by the Lake is hosting some free activities this weekend on Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Activities for kids under 10 include an Easter egg hunt, face painting, balloon animals, and more. Bring your own basket. And on Sunday at 9.30 a.m., there will be a free pancake breakfast in the church gym. Now for today's feature story. The environmental group Stop Spraying New Brunswick has launched two online maps to help inform people about the use of herbicides and particularly how they might affect their drinking water. One of the maps shows areas of crown land that have been treated with herbicide historically from 1969 up to the present date. A second map shows areas of land where the government has issued spray licenses for public and private forests for the 2022 spray season. Both maps also show the locations of protected watersheds that provide New Brunswickers with their drinking water. Those include the Ogden Mill Brook Watershed. It's located in Tantramar near the Trans-Canada Highway and Walker Road. Sackville's drinking water supply comes from three drilled wells in that area, according to John Appel, Director of Engineering and Public Works for the town of Tantramar. Some good news for people concerned about this issue. The new maps show no signs of spraying in that well field area, which provides the local drinking water. However, herbicide spraying licenses were issued last year for privately held land north of the Trans-Canada Highway, according to the map. That suggests that some spraying does occur in the general area, notably around Big Lake and the Memramcook River northwest of Sackville. And Stop Spraying NB has also raised questions about whether spraying is ongoing in the Turtle Creek watershed, which supplies drinking water for the entire greater Moncton area. For more on these issues, CHMA spoke to Carolyn Luby Darcy, chair of Stop Spraying New Brunswick. What, what prompted your group to develop these maps? It started out with just wanting to have a better uh, map to see the current spray licenses. 
But then uh, our volunteer who knows a lot about GIS, he uh, was digging more and he said, wow, I can, I can create a map that shows all the historic spraying. The data is on the web, but it's uh, published in such a way that you or I, you know, if we don't have GIS capabilities, we will not really know what to do with the data. So the data is there, but it's not usable <clears throat> for the general public. If I understand correctly your group's position, you're primarily opposed to spraying on public land, but additionally, you want to stop spraying in any watersheds that provide drinking water to people, and that includes some some private land. Um, and, and you have found that some uh, spraying has occurred in in watersheds supplying uh, some, some municipalities in New Brunswick. Could you talk about that briefly? 55 hectares. Uh, were sprayed. So you've got uh, Musquash, East-West Musquash, Loch Lomond, which is St. John, uh, the Iroquois River, uh, the Green River, um, Blanchette Brook, um, Rousseau-Dennis Stream, and then Tramiel Brook, and then of course Turtle Creek. They don't use every license, but when they've put signs out that they're planning to spray, they're just waiting for the right weather conditions you know, to do it. So mm-hmm. when you see those signs up, you know that within a week or two weeks, the spraying will happen there. Mm-hmm. And other people had seen it too, you know, but I mean, we're only hearing, obviously we're hearing people telling us what they've witnessed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, And the, the Department of Natural Resources doesn't uh, report where spraying actually occurred on private land. And do you think this should, this should change? What What do you think should change about the ways that the government reports all of, all of this information to the public? Yeah, I mean, I think the government should publish it all. Maybe they don't have to publish purely private land that's not in a protected area, but if protected areas are being sprayed, I think the public has a, has a right to know if it happened or not, and it, then it doesn't really matter if it was private or public because it's in a protected area. So that's what I feel, you know, our group feels that, that they need to do. They need to publish every spray a- activity that happens in a, within a protected watershed. You know, maybe I should note that you're speaking of herbicides generally, as opposed to uh, specifically mentioning chemicals like glyphosate. C- could you talk about um, about the kinds of herbicides that are used in, in New Brunswick and, and why you're concerned about them, you know, given that regulators um, have, in Canada and around the world, you consider them safe? We don't want any, any herbicide that behaves like glyphosate because uh, Garlon XRT, which is what NB Power started using last year, uh, behaves the same way as glyphosate. You know, it eliminates uh, everything. So what happens is you lose biodiversity, you lose habitat, you lose food for animals. Because ultimately, for our group, the focus is really ecology. We're worried about the ecological effect. As you know, some people have suggested that, that glyphosate might be the cause of uh, neurological illnesses in New Brunswick that have made headlines around the world. Uh, last week, patients and families affected by this kind of condition. And the Green Party of New Brunswick called for an investigation into the potential environmental causes of this sort of condition. Uh, Any comment? Yeah, well, yeah, definitely an investigation is needed. Even the experts were agreeing that there was probably an environmental cause. Now, nobody knows what it is, right? Because these patients have high levels of toxins and glyphosate in their body. We don't know which toxin was the trigger. So that's why our group says, you know, we we need this investigation to actually happen. But we are not claiming that uh, glyphosate has anything to do with it. And it may, and even if it was a, you know, they were looking at the, uh, the toxins that come from blue-green algae uh, that get a chance to uh, accumulate more in areas where glyphosate has been sprayed because, you know, the ecology has been upset, right? It's sort of like an opportunistic um, algae that, that just gets a chance to overgrow because other things are not growing, just like you would see uh, with bacteria or anything. So 
So that's the thing. It, it you know that toxin was found in the bodies of these patients, but they they also have other toxins in in their system. So you know we can't make any claims about what it what the environmental cost cause is. We just need to have it investigated properly and the investigation was going quite fine until it abruptly ended right anything else you want to add about uh any of the topics that we've been discussing today yeah i mean we're having a by-election right now of course and there are three um writings including the yep and then two near the bathurst area that are up for grabs and of course our group is always uh, you know trying to push during these times that um you know that we hear these candidates talk about these issues and for us it's certainly not just about this brain disease it's about forestry use of of glyphosate and other or other herbicides you know if they decide to replace them uh, so you know we 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 just feel that um the the politicians don't seem to want to recognize that this is a big issue for a lot of new brunswickers as was uh, illustrated by you know the fact that our petition is still collecting signatures and it's already at 35,000 handwritten signatures in the legislature and uh, you know we we launched a new letter writing campaign last uh, week when we were at the Moncton Sportsman show you know again because it seems that we need to show that people care even though obviously they've signed the petition but the, the MLAs keep no not all of them but most of them are are claiming that they don't hear from their constituents that they're upset about this so because they're not hearing directly from their constituents they're pretend, they're acting as if it's not a big issue and that was Carolyn Luby Darcy, chair of Stop Spraying New Brunswick, and CHMA will post links to those maps on our website, chmafm.com. We reached out to the Department of Environment and Climate Change for the story, but did not receive a response by broadcast time. And that's it for Tantramar Report for this Thursday, April 6th. This show is made possible by funding from the local journalism initiative and by local donors. And this week, we're asking listeners to consider becoming sustainers for local radio in Sackville. You can find out how to support your local station by going to chmafm.com. I'm Dave Gordon-Koch. Thanks for listening. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. You're in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. And now the weather. Today, sunny. Increasing cloudiness this afternoon. Wind northwest, 20 kilometers an hour, becoming light earlier this morning. High plus one. Wind chill minus 14 earlier this morning. UV index six or high. Tonight, cloudy. Periods of snow beginning this evening. Snow. Pedvac in Port Elgin is holding a coffee, cookies, and crafting event on the first Monday of every month for craft enthusiasts. Join others in creating a different craft each month, such as jewelry, macrame, sea glass art, mosaics, and more. Coffee time starts at 6 p.m. and crafts start at 6.30 p.m. For more information and to reserve your space, call 506-538-7638 or visit the Pedback Facebook page at facebook.com slash Foundation. The Town of Tantramar is offering free weekly activities for adults at the Dorchester School Gym. Between 6.30 and 8.30 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can play pickup basketball on Mondays, 
pick up volleyball on Wednesdays and pickleball on Thursdays. For more information or to get your name on the list for updates, contact Station 8 at programs at station8nb.ca. That's programs at station, the number 8, nb.ca. Hey, this is Will. Tune in Tuesdays at 10 p.m. for some of the classic hits from the early 2000s. Follow Will Nee, N-E-A-T-T, on Instagram for updates.
I'm Peter Mansbridge, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9. Station 8 in Dorchester is excited to hold their Newfie Kitchen Party on Saturday, April 15th at the Dorchester Veterans Center. Dance to music by the Boonies Buddies, get screeched in to become an honorary Newfoundlander, have some traditional Newfie pea soup, get your picture taken in Newfie garb, and so much more. All proceeds will support the Station 8 Community Fridge and Food Security Initiative. There are a limited number of tickets, so be sure to get yours today. To order your tickets, call 506-334-8746 or email programs at station8nb.ca. That's programs at station, the number 8, nb.ca.
She wouldn't talk about it. Go and let me know. Whether she be bluffing, puffing on the truth that would give her a hand. Caught in a lie. Now we gon' talk about this. Come here, let me know. Whether I should stay and fail or leave the city, let the truth in. Faithful in CHMA 106.9 FM on the unceded territory of the Mi'kmaq people, the voice of the marshes. Hola, buenas. Soy Max. Y yo soy Aiko. Y estás escuchando a la quesadilla del bañil. En CHMA 106.9 FM. En Sackville, New The Sackville Meditation Group meets every Monday evening at 6.30 p.m. at the Sackville United Church, which is located at 110 Main Street. Join 
like-minded folks for an hour of mindfulness and awareness in a sitting meditation followed by tea and conversation. For more information, call Ryan Weens at 506-536-4390.